0: It's all going to zero against Bitcoin. It's going up forever,
1: You're against Bitcoin. You're against freedom.
2: Yo, everybody, what's up? We are live from Pacific Bitcoin Festival in Santa Monica. I know you guys are FOMOing right now. It is early over here on the West Coast, but we have a great show for you guys. We're going to be getting a bunch of interviews for you guys throughout the show. We will get them up on YouTube. Uh, No spaces today, guys. This is a little different. As you can tell, I do have some guests here. But this is still a normal show, guys, and we will be giving you guys signal all day. So, on today's show, guys, we saw a legendary interview, in my opinion, a legendary interview coming through from Bitcoin Magazine. And we, of course, we have Chris Alemo here, Bitcoin Magazine producer. Very excited for this one. And, guys, you know the deal here on Simply Bitcoin. You know, we try to stay as apolitical as possible. But it's hard to do that when you have politicians that are saying what we've been saying on the show for a long, long time. And RFK Jr. dropped an interview with our good friend, Mark Goodwin. Absolutely love Mark. Did an absolutely great job. And I thought the conversation was absolutely incredible. Not only was RFK Jr., you know, he's a presidential candidate, and he's talking about if he got elected one of the first things he would do was pardon julian assange edward snowden even look into ross Ulbricht. now i know i know what you guys are going to be saying in the chat and i'm sure you guys are already saying it it might be politician lip service well until this happens all we know is that the bitcoin signal is spreading and people are talking about what we've always been talking about but the signal here is that rfk jr keep saying what we say, that Bitcoin is a freedom currency, that the freedom of transaction is a freedom of speech fight. And if we're living in supposedly America, the freest country in the world, and you can't transact freely, then where are we headed? And it just makes you think, guys, that the Bitcoin signal is going mainstream, the Overton window is shifting, and again, say what you want about politicians, but, the Bitcoin signal is going mainstream, and people are talking about what we've been talking about. And then on the flip side, so we have this story from R. F. K. Jr. about him embracing Bitcoin, and then we have some news coming out of uh, the Bank of International Settlements of them trying to track and bag every Bitcoiner on the Bitcoin network, and they putting in active resources to try to see what's going on on the Bitcoin network, map the Bitcoin network, and so we're seeing that. The powers that be do not want freedom currencies to proliferate. And so we kind of have a dichotomy on today's show. We have RFK Jr. talking about freedom currency. And then, of course, we have the central bankers, as I like to say, the parasite class, the unproductive class, trying to track and bag what's going on on the Bitcoin network. So on the one hand, we have freedom currency being embraced. And on the other hand, we have them trying to control it. Anyways, guys, I'm not alone, as you can tell. I am here with the one and only Chris Alamo. Chris, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing well, Good Doing
3: well, Dell. Happy to be here.
2: Yeah, yeah. I am uh, super excited to have a real professional next to me by the name of Chris Alamo. But of course, we are not alone. Dell, how are you doing? This is your first conference how are you feeling i'm glad that i got to
4: sleep in my own bed last night you guys want to
2: talk about that at all <laughs> okay okay as you probably saw on twitter miko smashed us all into one hotel room and uh i was little spoon with chris last night and it, it felt good wait no, no i was you were a little spoon you were little spoon <laughs> anyways <laughs> there's anyways a there. there's a lot of movement over there Man. All right. Well, you guys know, even when we're being professional, uh, it's got a troll Opti. Anyways, guys, we got a long show for you guys today. So let's get right into this and we will give you guys all the sauce.
1: The Bitcoin numbers. Is your Bitcoin in cold storage really secure? Is your seed phrase really secure? Stamp Seed's do-it-yourself kit has everything you need to hammer your seed words into commercial-grade titanium plates instead of just writing them on paper. Don't store your generational wealth on paper. not allowing you to huddle your bitcoin with peace of mind for the long haul stamp your seed on
2: stamp seed well of course guys you can scan the qr code i'm making it easy for you guys so that you can get yourself a stamp seed actually we're gonna have a a cool surprise for you guys tomorrow on the culture i was talking with the stamp seed guys and uh it's gonna be absolutely awesome anyways before i go on uh, the chat, you guys are killing me right now. You you guys uh, undefeated in the chat, undefeated in the chat. Okay, anyways, guys, here we are on the numbers. Clark Moody's dashboard. Of course, my favorite number is the block height. We are currently at 810768 The current Bitcoin price, look at that. We're at $27,460 per Bitcoin, which means the Moscow time, a.k.a. how much your fiat dollar is worth, a.k.a. how much Bitcoin you can buy for a single dollar is currently at $3,642. Actually, actually. Chris, uh, quickly, TLDR. What's your thoughts on uh, Sats versus Bits? Oh, it's only it's the Sat standard. The Sat standard. Okay, <laughs> I I I constantly troll the chat that maybe I should just keep saying Bits. So on that note, we're at 364 Bits, guys. Okay, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> uh, the total percentage of Bitcoin that will ever be issued is currently at 92.88%. The market cap of Bitcoin in fiat terms is $535.4 billion. The realized monetary inflation taking fiat currencies to school is at 1.75%. And the Bitcoin versus gold market cap, we're at 4.33% which is just so, so much room to run in the hard money game. The total lightning capacity, total public lightning capacity is currently at 5,246.88 BTC. And guys, I don't know if you guys have been following along, but uh, remember we were just covering the public lightning capacity and it was around the 4,000 era. So I saw that my boy, Jesterfer, is talking about how much capacity is coming on the lightning network. Interesting, interesting stuff. We're seeing developments in lightning, love to see it. The hash rate the last 90 days is currently at, or roughly at 393.2 exahashes and the pending fees. Wow, at 1.01 BTC. It's almost like the Wizards didn't break Bitcoin. Anyways, I gotta change this up a little bit so I can get you guys this stream. As I was telling you guys yesterday, Bitcoin Magazine dropped, in my opinion, a very important, important interview by Mark Goodwin with RFK Jr. And, of course, in my opinion, this is part of what we've been talking about, moving the Overton window. And say, again, I know you guys troll me every time when I say, say what you want about X figure. But I know you guys don't like politicians. But, hey, it will be a rocky transition if we have supposedly the freest country in the world fighting Bitcoin. We know Bitcoin to be a freedom currency. We talk about it all the time on this channel that Bitcoin is freedom. Wait. Wait.
1: You're against Bitcoin. You're against You already know
2: the deal, guys. But we tell you guys every single day, almost every single day, that the freedom to transact is a free speech issue. Uh Uh-oh, Nika's coming in here real quick. (laughs) Yo. He's busy guys. He's uh, he's working working the conference anyways without further interruptions by Nico Let's get into this because we know that the freedom to transact is a freedom of speech issue Especially when Bitcoin is literally just code. It's literally just speech There is nothing more than ones and zeros and letters that create the whole Bitcoin network and so here we are Robert Kennedy jr saying what we've been saying on the show constantly the quiet part out loud. Freedom is, or Bitcoin is freedom currency. The freedom of transaction is as important as freedom of speech. And I do have another clip here about RFK Jr. in this, in my opinion, legendary interview by Mark Goodwin. But let's get into this, guys, and let's get the thoughts on this. Freedom
0: of transaction is as important as freedom of speech. And that, um, you know, Bitcoin is this, you know, I, I can see also the trajectory toward uh, central bank digital currencies sure. and the power that that will give nations this this ultimate power over you know whether we live or die ultimately right and i understood that we need a uh, a, a currency that is a, a freedom currency a right you that is that is independent and that can't be controlled by the government freedom
2: of tra- guys did you hear that he even dropped the meme that it's bitcoin or death, that you need a freedom currency in today's world, or else you are doomed to be shut off from the monetary network. And we're seeing this happen. And he even touched on CBDCs. And another interesting clip coming out is what we've been talking about. Nika's been all over the case of choke Point 2.0 and how the current presidential administrations actively fighting bitcoin there is a war on bitcoin and it's really going to go into the news story we have today where on the one hand we have politicians embracing bitcoin embracing freedom currency and on the other hand those that are in power see the writing on the wall bitcoin is a threat to their power and they will do whatever they can to hamper bitcoin adoption so on the one hand we have the freedom signal of bitcoin spreading and on the other hand the powers that be are scrambling for control. So let's get into this clip, and then I'd like to hear Chris's take, considering that you guys are the one that is is posting all this really good content. So shouts out to Mark Goodwin, absolute legend, and uh, let's get to this clip.
0: I'm going to make sure that there's that Bitcoin is is protected, that people can keep their own wallets, that the current White House war on Bitcoin will be over, that uh, transactions will be protected and encouraged. Uh, um, and, uh, and I'll look ultimately at, at treating it as a currency rather than a commodity. Right. Um, particularly for uh, for smaller Bitcoin sure. owners, for right. transactions right. And owners, you know, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to provide a windfall for the billionaires who, sure. who accumulated um, Bitcoin, but I think smaller actors and transactions that their, their transactions should be, they should be able to, Friends, to to change currencies the same way that when you go to Canada and you're right. using a Canadian dollar, you ought to be able to come to the United States um, without. If if there's some appreciation in the Canadian dollar, you you shouldn't have to pay for it in tax. I'm gonna-
2: well, guys, I know we could nitpick exactly everything that R. F. K. was saying in that clip, but as you guys know, one of the most important things that would happen for us Bitcoiners is if Bitcoin was treated like another currency, that we can just transact with it without these ridiculous capital gains tax and everything that we're doing just being tracked and bagged. You guys know the meme. uh, You know, IRS loses, what, like $800 trillion, uh, and we get... We, <laughs> we get notices for $600 Venmo transactions. Like, of course, as a Bitcoiner, we'd love to just freely transact to use the best money in the world as it's designed to be used be, without the limitations of capital gains, without all the, you know, the regulatory tape of having to transact in Bitcoin. Because, of course, what do we say all the time? The traditional financial system has no idea how to put Bitcoin into a box. And here we are again. A presidential candidate talking about embracing bitcoin as it should be as a currency as the best money in the world a digital money for the digital world and i i just i really love just hearing these conversations because not only is it moving the overton window it makes me a little less skeptical on the idea of bitcoin politicians it really does seem like rfk jr believes in freedom believes in bitcoin as a freedom technology and I've been going back and forth mentally on the idea of, are there still any good politicians out there? And I know, I know politician is a dirty word here on Simply Bitcoin, but it really does seem like there is a few politicians out there that still believe in the oath that they took when they got into office. Anyways, Chris, what's your thoughts on all this? I know this is the first time you saw it, even though this is the Bitcoin Magazine signal, but what's your thoughts on this legendary interview by Mark Goodwin?
3: No, uh, awesome job by Mark. Um, It's, you know, I I guess it's exciting to see. Politicians at the end of the day are people too. So at the end of the day, you know, they're in their own best interest to use Bitcoin for their own selfish reasons. And that's part of the reason why the Bitcoin network works and operates so well. It aligns incentives. You know, miners are propagating blocks or trying to look for blocks in order to include transactions to help uh, propagate the network and people running nodes to verify the code. Um, But yeah, I think at the end of the day, uh, like I said, politicians are just people too. And um, we don't have to need we don't need permission from politicians and we don't even need their approval. Bitcoin is meant and made for adversarial against nation states. Uh, It is awesome and and it is encouraging to have politicians that want to embrace it. I do think there is a lot of headwinds from both both sides of the political aisle. He is, you know, more Democratic. I think he actually just left the Democratic Party to run as independent. Um, But yeah, I miss that. Yeah, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, there's going to be headwinds from Republicans and Democrats that love the sweet, sweet tax dollars or taxing you into oblivion. Because at the (laughs) end of the day, no, at the end of the day, it's uh, tax dollars that goes into their jurisdictions or at the end of the day pays their salaries. So, you know, show me the incentives and I'll show you the outcome. So I think there are a lot of headwinds, but it is uh, encouraging to see some politicians warming up to Bitcoin and wanting to adopt it and trying to make it more easier and freer to transact in the U.S.
2: Yeah, I mean, we say it all the time here. You know, we are all self-interested in seeing Bitcoin improve because as an individual, you just realize how dangerous and dystopian the world will become if we cannot transact freely, if the government, the federal government, the authoritarians and tyrants out there have a total control of your money, of the banking system, which, you know, you can debate that there's some nuance that they already do have that, but this is why Bitcoin is that roundabout parallel way to transact in the modern world. Jump in, Chris.
3: Yeah, no, and also I just want to give Mark a shout out. He made a a new book called The Bitcoin Dollar. Um, It's talking about the transition from Bitcoin or the U.S. dollar on a gold standard, the U.S. dollar on a petrodollar standard. And then he was saying, you know, potentially the transition to the U.S. dollar being on a Bitcoin standard. But he does say some of the issues or problems that may cause, you know, just because we're on the gold standard or, you know, on the petrodollar, he doesn't think that uh, he doesn't want to become captured by state actors. And he kind of outlines it very beautifully, uh, some of the issues that putting stablecoins on Lightning, per se, or even just having the dollar backed by Bitcoin and some of the issues that we may run into. Uh, I think Bitcoin is uh, my stable coin, and it is the stable dollar or the stable sats that I want. Um, But uh, yeah, he definitely talks about some of the issues that may come in, uh, the problems with being the U.S. dollar and Bitcoin coexisting.
2: Yeah, well, shouts out to Mark Goodwin and Joe Rogers from the physical Bitcoin zine. They are very vocal against stable coins and putting the petrodollar on lightning. They, I think, are the biggest, uh, <laughs> I don't know, antagonist towards that idea. Anyways, Dow, what's your thoughts on all this stuff? I know uh, you, you kind of lean a little more. I don't know. You're a little nicer in regards to framing this stuff, but you also probably don't trust politicians too much.
4: I think it's like he said, that politicians are just people. And so they have their own wants, their own desires. <clears throat> RFK's number one want and desire, for, as far as I can tell right now, is to become president. And so he's going to say and do things that will get him there. And I do think that there's a mix of him saying things that he hopes will lead to that outcome. And then I think that there's also probably some truth mingled in there as well. So I think his number one goal is to get elected and he'll do more or less whatever it takes to make that happen. But I do think he actually cares about the environment. I do think that he cares about the the, the, the underman, the lesser man, the, the every man to try and, because he, he has to care about them to some degree, at least care enough that they, he gets their vote. I said something in a, in a recent video that resonated with a lot of people apparently. I said, people are gonna understand Bitcoin even if they don't understand Bitcoin. And I don't understand how most of the banking system works. Like, I've gotten money through Zelle, and I have no idea how that happens. I don't know what Wells Fargo is doing and what the back end looks like and what the coding looks like. I don't care. All I know is that money ended up in my account from somebody else, and the same thing is going to happen with Bitcoin. It's like it buys me groceries and pays my rent. I don't care how it works.
2: I couldn't agree more. Uh, Guys, uh, you know me. I am an iPhone maxi. I don't care how the back end works. It just works. But, Dell, you did say something interesting, and I I highly recommend – uh, yeah, N- Nico's messing with the camera. Uh, I, I, I highly recommend you guys get watch that whole interview because Dell said something that was very interesting, and RFK Jr. said it literally verbatim the same idea. He said, You know, I understand that Bitcoin as a voting block. Is something that I definitely want to tap into. But he does believe in, you know, freedom currencies, the freedom to transact, and the fact that this is a freedom of speech issue. It does seem like there is some, at least, potential presidential candidates that believe in the oath that they claim. Nico, just give us a, a standard. <laughs> okay, guys, before we move on, though, of course, we are at Pacific Bitcoin Conference. And I know you're FOMOing right now as we speak, but you need to get to Nashville 2024, July 25th to 27th, and hang out with us over there. We are going to take over Nashville. Chris was telling me how much I am going to enjoy Nashville last night. And I just can't wait to get there, guys. So get your pre-ordered tickets. Oh no, not pre-ordered. Get your early bird tickets today, and you can get a discount with simply all caps. And we will see you in Nashville because we know how you guys FOMO every single time a conference comes around. That you're not there, that you're not hanging out with your Bitcoin friends. And really that you're not just a crazy Bitcoiner back home. That you're not the, the lunatic that people paint you to be. And you meet your friends in real life and you realize, oh wait, we aren't alone here. Okay guys, let's get into the news for today.
1: The Daily News. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor Foundation Devices. It's self custody done right. They built a premium grade hardware wallet called Passport right here in the US. It's fully open source and verifiable. It's the most intuitive Bitcoin wallet designed with a UX reminiscent of a simple feature phone so you will know how to navigate it and use it the moment you pick it up. Get your Bitcoin off exchanges and into your your own hands in just a few minutes. Experience the peace of mind that comes with taking ownership of your own keys. After a massive sellout during Bitcoin Miami 2023, the passport is back in stock at FoundationDevices.com. Bitcoin only, open source verifiable, completely air-gapped security model, gorgeous design craft, premium grade materials if you're thinking about getting your bitcoin off exchanges this is the one for you check out the passport link in the show notes below to learn more
2: let's go guys of course you can scan the qr code at the bottom of the screen and get yourself a really awesome nokia phone that is also a cold wallet i think they're absolutely beautiful i was just talking with the foundation guys i think we might be able to bring them on tomorrow morning yeah, well, yeah, they're definitely here. I think uh, we're gonna get get a few a few guests on in tomorrow's show. And uh, culture, we will talk about all things happening at Pacific Bitcoin Conference. Anyways, guys, I told you at the beginning of the show, that we are seeing a very interesting thread. Yes, we're seeing a presidential candidate, and even further, you know, Patrick McHenry, now he's, what, Speaker of the House temporarily. He's Bitcoin, a pro-Bitcoin, and we're seeing that there are some politicians out there that are embracing Bitcoin. They understand that the freedom to transact is the freedom to literally just be a normal person in apparently the bravest and freest country in the world but anyways on the other side we saw this article got dropped on reuters and it's literally the opposite end of that aisle and you can see the title here central bank test lab develops global bitcoin mapping system again guys they are trying their best to map the bitcoin network and try to capture it obviously we think that that is uh not going to happen, of course, not even everything that is going on on the Bitcoin network can be tracked and bagged, but they are doing their best and this isn't just coming out from the Bank of International Settlement. I do have a few news stories here again from Bitcoin magazine that low elites has been dropping about chain analysis and how they have admitted that their uh, black box doesn't even work properly and then we had some PR cover from the American government itself and saying that it would be a danger to society if chain chain analysts, chain anal, expose their software to the world. Anyways, let's get into this first article real quick. And we'll kind of talk about the contrast that we're seeing right now where we are seeing the Overton window shift in regards to Bitcoin. But we're also seeing that the powers that be are scrambling to try to put the cat back in the bag. And of course, I would say it's a little too late and they can't stop Bitcoin, and they can't even they can't even track everything on Bitcoin as far as I'm concerned. I, it's, it's almost like they don't understand what the Lightning Network is. But anyways, anyways, let's get into this article here. So we're on Reuters. This was dropped yesterday, October 4th, and it goes, A global central bank test lab has designed a prototype Bitcoin monitoring system aimed at giving authorities a clearer picture on how, when, and where the cryptocurrency is used. The Bank of International Settlements project codenamed Atlas Interesting choice of words, huh? Atlas? Interesting. Began at the Dutch Central Bank more than five years ago. So again, they've been doing this for a long time. It's still a little too little too late. As I always say, you know, the bureaucrats are almost incompetent and they can't compete with the free market. But uh, I'll, I'll pull pull back my thoughts on it. Uh, more than five years ago. But its potential value has been underscored over the last 18 months by a series of chaotic collapses across the crypto industry of course i keep telling you guys that they will use the low-hanging fruit of ftx of celsius of all the ridiculous stuff we've seen of all the shitcoin scammers that give us a bad name and they'll constantly use that excuse to you know protect you citizen this is for your own good anyways atlas created a quote-unquote proof-of-concept platform that sucks data from both publicly available on-chain crypto ledgers as well as harder to source off-chain data reported by only some exchanges and users that information then provides a rough picture of cryptocurrency activity although as crypto wallets can be set up anonymously and without the owner specifying location it is not necessarily precise again it is not necessarily precise an initial analysis of data collected by the platform indicates that cross-border flows are substantial in economic terms and unevenly distributed across geographical regions, the Bank of International Settlements said, albeit acknowledging the uncertainty. Again, guys, I want you to focus in on the uncertainty of this all and the lack of precision. And yet, they parade this out like they can... Understand everything that's going on on the network. Anyways, regulators have become increasingly concerned that the decentralized nature of cryptocurrencies make them a risk, especially after the collapse last year of widely used stablecoin pair Luna and Terra USD and the FTX platform. The Bank of International Settlements innovation. ...prototype produces dashboards that show information such as how many Bitcoin are being converted into U.S. dollars at certain times in certain parts of the world. They can also provide an insight into the adoption and relative importance of crypto markets as they rise or fall in popularity. Cross-border crypto flows are particularly relevant for central banks in the context of cross-border payments, economic analysis, and balance of payment statistics. They may represent a significant part of cross-border transfers in some countries that is hard to quantify because of the current gaps in data. Central Banks need to gain firsthand knowledge of crypto and define and the risk and opportunities they present to the financial system. Again, guys, I I am not lost on the irony that they are already blaming Bitcoin for their failures. So it, uh, of course, Bitcoin is a threat to the financial, the traditional financial world, and yet they won't even embrace Bitcoin. And they're usually like, yeah, Bitcoin doesn't matter. Just like, it, it's not a big concern. Anyways, moving on on this same theme, an article here from Bitcoin Magazine by Lola Leeds. Shouts out to Lola, she's been doing a great job on hitting this particular theme. And this is titled, U.S. Government Frames Bitcoin Privacy as Criminal. New court documents reveal that the U.S. government frames the use of blockchain analysis countermeasures as criminal. In another, and, and we covered this story a long time ago, but this is just kind of an update, and it goes to show that we are seeing the corporate press, well, in this particular, the federal government play cover for chain analysis, and uh, again, rolling out the idea that it is criminal to have privacy. I would, I would argue otherwise, and I'm not going to read this whole article, but it's just to show one glaring example that they are doing their best to try to, I would say, quote unquote, break the pseudonymous nature of Bitcoin and try and track and bag everything. Because, of course, as we talked about with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. in the beginning. They do not want you to transact freely. They do not want you to move money around without them being the middleman. So anyways, in another unfortunate turn of events for anyone hoping their right to privacy to be protected as guaranteed by the U.S. Constitution. The U.N. Declaration of Human Rights or applicable state and federal law. The U.S. government has argued that the disclosure of proprietary chain and lounge, chain analysis heuristics, information in the case U.S. for Sterling Gov would jeopardize numerous law enforcement investigations and impact the effectiveness of law enforcement tracing tools by enabling the development of criminal countermeasures to blockchain analysis. And if you guys remember, I covered this in the past that even, I believe it was the CEO of Chain Analysis or one of the PR, she came out and said that, oh yeah, uh, You know, chain analysis software doesn't even work exactly as we think it does. And yet we use it to put criminals behind bars. And they're admitting that it doesn't work. Yeah. And yet they're still using it to prosecute quote unquote criminals, which just goes to show that they will do anything to paint us as criminals to track and bag everything we're doing. And it's just incredible that they will roll out their incompetence and still be like, yes, we, we're going to use this to put you in jail. Uh, anyways, we got some memes here, of course. Uh, Lola Lees goes, how it started versus how it's going. Michael Groninger, I don't think that affects anal- uh, analytics in regards to chain analysis. And then chain analysis idling 150 employees. So even they are having some issues. And this was rolled out yesterday as well. They're laying off people at chain analysis. It's almost like they are having trouble at the company. And it's almost like they admitted that their software proprietary black box doesn't work as described. And of course, let us not forget the fact that we are seeing an increase in Lightning Network off-chain Bitcoin transactions. And not to say that Lightning is completely private, but you can't track it like you can on-chain. And this just goes to show that if you use Bitcoin correctly, Or rather, if you use it normally, they can't track or Do anything that they're doing. And the stuff that they're rolling out to basically control you on the network doesn't even work. And yet they're still using this to quote unquote try and stop Bitcoin. I kind of find it like gaslighting. But you can see here, Alexander Leishman of River, uh, today we just hit three million lightning transactions routed with River's node. But I really like El Flacco's tweet here. Pretty Flacco, and he goes, looking on-chain doesn't tell the whole story of the network anymore. Only few big nodes have an approximate idea of how fast Bitcoin is growing. And also this last week, we saw that SWAN is also rolling out Lightning payments. We're seeing that most of the big Bitcoin-only exchanges have rolled out Lightning payments. And so this just further proves that as entrepreneurs, as the free market start to improve and Lightning starts to expand, that Bitcoin is truly becoming not only more and more decentralized, but more and more unstoppable. And I just find it a little too little too late. And of course, the powers that be are going to try to control Bitcoin, they're going to do their best to track Bitcoin. But Bitcoin is that roundabout way that we can bypass the crazy stuff going on on the traditional financial system. Anyways, Chris, what's your thoughts on all this stuff? Uh, first of all, shouts out to you guys' media team. And second of all, what's your thoughts on not only the Bank of International Settlements project of trying to you know, get analytics on everything on Bitcoin, but maybe even the chain analysis story that you guys have been breaking lately?
3: Yeah. No, definitely. Uh, I mean, I guess the first thing I'll say, rights are only defended or lost. I'll say that one more time. Rights are only defended or lost, meaning that, you know, governments will encroach on people's uh, civil liberties and their rights um, at the cost of power and control. Um, so that's kind of one of those things that we need to defend with Bitcoin, with using privacy tools, privacy protecting practices, um, that that's the only way that we're going to win this. You know, authoritarian governments are going to be authoritarians at the end of the day, uh, in terms of chain analysis, especially with going on with, uh, Roman Sterling versus the U S which is the Bitcoin fog case. Um, they, he was a user of Bitcoin fog, but his lawyers are basically making the defense that chain analysis is incorrectly saying that he is the one that is using, uh, Bitcoin fog to basically, or he was the creator Bitcoin Fog, which is not true. He doesn't deny that he was the user, he was. But basically, chain analysis is incorrectly coming to the conclusion that he is the owner operator of Bitcoin Fog and was arrested, unfortunately, I think in uh 2021 and has kind of been in jail, you know, fighting this case with his lawyers. Uh, if you can make a donation to uh their uh campaign or uh to his legal fees, that would be a huge help. I know I made a small donation to try and help him with that. Um, but yeah, I mean it's one of those things that chain analysis, like you said, Opti, they even have signed scientific papers proving that it doesn't necessarily work the way you think it does. (laughs) They can't like scientifically prove that it is yet. They are using this right now as a measure to prove people's guilt, you know, instead of being uh, innocent until proven guilty, it's just, oh, you're guilty because we have so and so this black box methodology of finding out how you're using bitcoin and at the end of the day it doesn't even work or it doesn't even work the way that they the creators designed it um you know i think they're one of the most malicious companies in the space and i really don't think we won't have a true uh, bull market until they go out of business oh wow um, that's what i'm calling
2: hot take hot Chris. Cake. hot take all right Dow, what's your thoughts on all this I've got
3: I've got two thoughts. So
4: I bet chain analysis can get one thing absolutely right. I bet they can look and see that Michael Saylor does indeed have a lot of Bitcoin. <laughs> I, bet, I bet they can get that right. And the other thing is, I imagine there's some people out there that kind of take the Iron Man and Civil War approach. They're like, "What does it matter if you're not doing anything bad? Who cares if it's watching?" They're like, look, tone it down. Bring it all the way down from the governmental level all the way to the family level. Imagine you're a kid. You're getting an allowance, and then your parents go, "Here's your five dollars. Here's your whatever your your dollar." Now where are you gonna spend that on? Uh, no, no, you can't spend it on that. Well, I thought you just gave it to me, mom. I thought I thought it's my money. Yeah, but I don't want you buying those things. And no, and no, you can't go to that store. Well, it's Wednesday. Ah, no comics today. Like, is it my money or is it not? Like, like, just leave me alone. And I think that's how most people are with their money. It's like, look, it's my time in a transactable form. Is it mine or is it not? If it's mine, then STFU. Like, how about that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, what's a, what's the a saying? If you have to ask permission, then are you really free? And again, this is just a running theme I keep telling you guys on the show is that no matter what we do in Bitcoin, no matter how we frame Bitcoin, the powers that be are incentivized to frame Bitcoin as we're doing some kind of criminal activities that we're just out here being, you know, gung ho and and uh, trying to break all the laws. We're all just tax evading. You know, we're all just la- laundering money when we all know that the fiat system, the traditional financial system is the biggest money launderer in the world. Do we need
3: to uh, bring more receipts on this or have we have yeah. we explained this enough on the show? It's like the U.S. dollar launders the most amount of money, <laughs> does the most amount of crime, does the most amount of that. And it's like they, they just Scott, like, you know, they just brush that off. But, you know, Bitcoin's the one that at the end of the day that they're going to blame for all the problems.
2: Yeah, what do we say? We, we just want a money that isn't debased. We we just, we just want to just stop getting poor because you guys are printing more money and we're considered criminals when you're, you know, like, hey, we have Christy Lagarde in the chat, guys. Like, literally a convicted criminal <laughs> at the head of the ECB. And yet we're bad guys because we just want to save in something that cannot get debased, like cl- peak clown world. But... There is one point in that article that I keep saying all the time. Shitcoiners make us look bad. And they constantly use this example of the fraud and the scammery that happened in the shitcoin space. And they lump us all together because it is low-hanging fruit. Obviously, most people do hear about Bitcoin in, in bad, negative sense, and here we are as Bitcoiners, as a Bitcoin-only media company, of trying to separate the wheat from the chaff and show people, like, there is Bitcoin and there is shitcoin. We are not all in this together. The, <laughs> if you want to scam people, like, yeah, you're breaking laws, hey, you know, the law will catch up to you. There, There is such thing as law and order, guys. And uh, as a Bitcoiner, I just want to save in something that cannot get debased, that is literally outside of your control. If that makes me a criminal... Do I just say, yeah, okay, I guess so. I guess so. Obviously, uh, as I say in the memes. You're the one that's dating a criminal, Opti. I don't know. Hey, you know, I tried to get close to the money printer guys. It it backfired because now... You guys mean me to death constantly. Anyways, before we move on, I want to give a shout out to our boys at Kaboom Racks. Shout out to Alex from Kaboom Racks. He called me yesterday. We had a good conversation. I love you guys over at Kaboom Racks. If you want to buy, sell, and host mining equipment, go to kaboomracks.com. Drop in their telegram group, t.me slash kaboomracks. They will give you that white glove service. Alex from Kaboom Racks is getting very bullish on the next gen A6 coming out, you're starting to get bullish on the Bitcoin network in general. And you might want to get some Bitcoin ASICs right now as we are starting to move into a bull run. But uh, the hash rate is going up. So going, parabolic. going absolutely parabolic. Shouts out to the people over at Kaboom Racks, Nick Foster, and the rest of the crew. We love you guys. We will see you soon. On that note, guys, let's get into the culture and talk a little bit about Pacific Bitcoin Festival. Let's go guys. Well, we got the whole crew here. Maybe we got to swish together We got Internet Sophie we have Dell we have Chris Alamo and as you guys know We are live from Pacific Bitcoin conference. It just took off. I think uh, it literally just started and We are going to be making our rounds, but I don't know Chris I'll start with you. What are you most excited for about being in Santa Monica? Uh, I I know we just did a lap this morning. We couldn't get coffee yet because the coffee wasn't wasn't ready. But other than that, what are you excited? Did you see what the speaker list is going to be on? Did you see any of the topics this morning or
3: are you just ready to uh, mingle with your friends and stuff? It's always about uh, hanging out with Bitcoiners and Space. You know what I mean? Uh, I, uh, the great thing about these conferences is bringing everyone together. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to some of the talks, but normally that's best served when you kind of watch them back on YouTube uh, <laughs> afterwards. Uh, no, but honestly, hanging out with Bitcoiners, you know, kind of gives you hope. It's kind of building for the future that you see that you want your kids to have one day and um, all the cool things that are being uh, displayed and built in the bear market. You know, bi- we are builders. We build in the bear market, right? Wait, wait, I got it. I got it for you guys.
1: I am building.
3: (laughs) All right, guys. We
2: are building out here. And really, look, I'll I'll jump in before I get to internet. Sophie, she had a little more time to hit the floor. My favorite part about going to conferences, especially not not only is it a homecoming for me, coming back to uh, Santa Monica and... Enjoying the beautiful weather and then hopefully getting into the ocean. I, I, I'm like a SpongeBob withdrawing from not having any ocean. Uh, I just love hanging out with friends and, and really like I tell you guys all the time, my favorite part about coming to these conferences is remembering that you are not alone, that you're not just the only crazy Bitcoin person because you're probably like me. Well, actually, you were like me where I would rant about Bitcoin to everyone and they would all look at me and be like, yo, um, Could you shut up, please? Like, I don't care about what you care about. And then you come here. Actually, I overheard a conversation last night at uh, the pre-party. And it was something on the lines of, like, it feels so good being around other people that just get how the world works. Like, you don't have to orange pill them. You don't have to, like, explain to them about the monetary system. You're just, like you get it okay you get it so i'm most excited about just hanging around mingling i was trying to shoot some basketball yesterday i can't play basketball at all so you know don't don't hold me to it guys but i i made one bucket out of like 37 but hey you know it's gonna be fun but um actually
1: you gotta hit
3: your
2: dummy friends with this
1: you're against bitcoin (laughs) you're against
2: freedom exactly exactly (laughs) i am i am actually kind of excited to uh, hear Nico's speech or uh, moderation of how to orange pill the master. well, really hear Stephen Levka. I, I really enjoy Stephen Levka. Hopefully, he's like not wearing shoes and maybe even a uh, you know shirtless. a tank top. Yeah, shirtless on the stage. But I, I always talk about it, and this is the conversation I was having all night last night. Is like, how do we orange pill people, and how's the best way to do this? And of course, I say it all the time: be just a good example of being a Bitcoiner. And really, I was telling people this. Let me see if I can get on camera. Look. Most normies are here, guys. Like they're, you know, they're so outside the Overton window that they're here. And then us Bitcoiners are literally the other side of the Overton window. And yeah, yeah, literally over there. Like normies are here. The Overton window is somewhere in the middle. And we're way on the other side. And how do we get the normie to understand what we understand? And it's really goes back to the frog in boiling water meme. You got to slowly but surely, slow roll your friends and family, maybe even ignore ignore saying the B word because it instantly turns people off. But I'm excited to uh, at least hear Steven Lebka. He's uh, I think he, he might be one of my favorite Bitcoiners just because he uses all these big words and it makes me feel like, oh, I, I know what he's talking about. I know what he's talking. About. Anyway, Sophie, what's uh, what are you excited to do here? Actually, you're going to be singing, right?
5: Yes, that's going to be honestly one of the highlights for me. I'm excited to sing uh, Rich Men North of Richmond, which was the cover that went viral on Twitter. Um, So I'm very excited for that. I'm also really excited to get on the floor and start talking with some Bitcoiners. Usually I go out on the street and I speak to to the normies and it's kind of a clusterfuck sometimes. Wait, are we allowed to curse? Yes, of course, (laughs) of course. um, Because they don't know what I'm talking about. They look at me like I'm crazy. I mean, like imagine your friends and family, but these are just strangers and they straight up do not care about the monetary system or their freedoms. They're totally comfortable living their lives under slavery. So I'm really excited to actually get into some deep conversations with people who are on our same page. And of course, mingle with the people who I consider family at this point. Um, Those are all the things that I'm really excited about. How about you, Del? Del?
2: What am I looking forward to here? Well, it's yeah. Dell's first Bitcoin conference, yeah. so he's gonna be mingling. Uh, can you int- start to feel the energy, or you you, you have yet to having get there? People come up and recognize me, like,
4: <laughs> like Ben from BTC Sessions. He came over to me. Like he's way more well known than I am, and he's like, oh, "I like your videos." Like, oh. Just- Sweet, nice tips.
2: <laughs>
5: Yo, I saw someone. I saw someone with the Simply Bitcoin hoodie. If you guys haven't gotten your Simply Bitcoin hoodie, definitely cop one right now, and you can wear them at the conferences. And we will come up to you and say hello. I already took my first selfie. Um, we we connect with our fans. Scan and, the QR code. <laughs> yeah, definitely scan the QR code. Um, and get it while supplies last.
4: There is one downside to the hoodie. You will always lose at hide and go seek. It is very
2: loud. (laughs) I love loud. Orange used to be my favorite color. And now it has come back around because people used to make fun of me that like, how is orange your favorite color? It's so bright. I'm like, yeah, that's the point. I'm colorblind guys. I I don't think you noticed.
5: (laughs) It's a fashion statement for
2: sure. 100%. But actually, Soph, uh, or actually Dell, both of you guys on the same note, uh, shout out to every one of you guys that was giving me love last night. It, It really is inspiring to know that we are actively helping you guys in your huddle, that you guys are entertained, that you guys are enjoying the show. Because realistically, like what are we doing right now? We're just friends talking and we're looking into a computer. You know, we're looking into a camera and we forget that there's people on the other side of this that are not only improving their lives, but they're getting value from this. And to meet people in the flesh and like everyone come up like, dude, Opti, like, Thank you so much for what you're doing. Shouts out to Jesse. He hit me last night and he's like literally off me. I don't think there's been a culture that you've missed. Every time you do a culture, I'm like, okay, there hasn't been a miss yet. And I'm like, well, thank you, dude. I'm just like shooting in the dark. And on that note, I told him as well, and I'll tell you guys the same thing. If there's things you want me to talk about on culture, if there are people you want us to come on and talk about, certain topics on culture let us know hit me in the dms and the simply bitcoin tv account or my personal actually i think my personal ones are closed because i get too many scammers in there but hit me in telegram tag me in the telegram t.me simply bitcoin tv and we'll do our best to make it happen for you guys anyways chris i see you want to jam in there oh
3: no i just love being here and love hanging out with you guys i forget what i wanted to say so perfect perfect wow Uh, Did anyone look
2: at the speaker schedule yet or did we get here too early that we didn't get a chance to look at it yet?
3: Not yet.
4: (laughs) I looked at some of the speakers, but I didn't see, I couldn't tell you the schedule. Well, who's the speaker that you want to see?
2: Miss Universe. Oh, of course. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Hey, Dell, don't you have a wife?
4: Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, still want to see her. Still want to see her, though. Okay, I I don't blame you. See
4: what she has to say because because the thing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, one of the
4: biggest things that would orange pill the world is if women were like, you know what? I don't care about any of that other dollars. If you want to talk to me, if you want to interact with me, I'm gonna need to see some Bitcoin.
2: Like instantly, every guy is gonna get some Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Well, Soph, we were we were uh, talking about that the other night about how. You know, you and I have coined a term here on Simply Bitcoin of trying to make it fun, sexy, and cool. And we realized, actually, we were kind of like going back and forth, joking a little bit. It's like, okay, how do we orange pill the world better? And it's like, you tap into the women market. They are the ones buying everything. They're the consumers. They're the ones handling the pocketbook. And it's like, how do we do this? No idea, but we're trying, you know, it's trying to look good, trying to make stuff entertaining. And of course, you know. Do what you're doing over there, so you
5: you tell women, do you want to be rich without <laughs> having without having to depend on a man? Oof. If the answer is yes, then Bitcoin is for you, and I think that universally every woman would say yes to that. At least to just have your own money to like go shopping every once in a while, and you don't feel bad about it. Like just go ham on Amazon. That's, that's what Bitcoin is for, you know, and to just have a little nest egg to be able to someday give to your kids. It's for women, more than you know, more than 1.1 billion women in the world are unbanked. That's 56% of the unbanked population. So if every woman in the world right now adopted Bitcoin, that would change drastically. No matter if it's made illegal in this country, if it's, um, if, if your parents or your husbands just for some reason don't let you have a bank account, Bitcoin frees you of all of those restrictions and that's why it's important, especially for women.
3: When, when are we doing a, a Simply Bitcoin a parody of, you know, if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. But instead, if you want to be my lover, you got to have some Bitcoin. Is that, is that, is that like, <laughs> I don't know. That's Sophie's, a, job. That Sophie's job. Sophie's
5: job. you be my lover, you got to get with some sacks. Oh,
3: wow. Freestyling.
2: Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, listen. That's boy. Cool, <laughs> All right, guys. Wait, hold on. I'm getting trolled here. Uh, says Simply Bitcoin. I'm tagging you in a meme for Sophie. Please show this episode. Uh, I will do my best. We are going to get into the meme review right now, guys. So it, it better happen fast. You better be, you know, the the Nimble. the quickest memer in the west.
5: Nimble with the Canva.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh any any more thoughts? Any uh, you know what I'm really more, most excited for, guys? I'm excited to get some more coffee this morning. They were they were they were running out of coffee as you can see. We are uh actually, should I drop some alpha on you? Uh, you no plug here, but they have energy drinks I got
4: an idea. Yeah. you want to give somebody the sats
2: oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah all right guys so, so like, spl- we're like- not plugging the we're not doing a free plug here but if you are at the conference and you haven't got there yet uh there are energy drinks and you can get free sats so so the way this works is i'm going to show you a qr code
4: here whoever scans it it's going to take you to a quick little website and you got to link that up to um like wallet of satoshi or you've got a few options And then it's real, well, it's not easy to get off here, but this process is real simple. And some people got 500 sats, other people got 1,000. I heard someone
2: get 10,000 sats. Yeah, that's what I heard. So here we go. Get your cameras ready. You might need to get closer. You might need to get closer. All right, so uh, don't say we don't give you free sats on the show. Uh, It's a little blurry. It's a little blurry. It's way too blurry. Yeah, there we go. There we go. All there right. Go. Okay. <laughs> free sads, guys. Uh, screenshot that. Stop the show and then replay the show and you'll get some free sads. Let us know if you get those sads. Anyways, let's get into the meme review, guys, because this is your favorite portion of the show where you send us memes. Uh, I hope you get your meme out there, and I'll, I'll try to get it on by the end of the meme review score.
5: The daily meme review.
2: All right, boys and girls, you already know the deal. This is the meme review, your favorite portion of the show, where you send us memes. Tag me on Twitter at SimplyBitcoin TV or my personal account at Optimus Fields, or drop them in our telegram group, t.me slash simply bitcoin TV. Don't just tag your favorite Memers memes. I am okay with a little bit of nepotism on the meme review. You can tag yourself in your own memes. I'm all right with this. Just keep tagging them. Keep dropping the actual tweet in our Telegram group because uh, I, I want to give you guys the accolades you need. And uh, if you're quick with the memes, we will, we'll, get, we'll get them on right now. Let's see, maybe maybe we can get a Nico Nico Jones meme review score here at the very end of the show. Anyways guys, I am sure you guys were all a part of this uh, very strange uh, presidential alert yesterday. It went off on everyone's phones, if your phone was on. Apparently, we're all turning into zombies now. I, I don't I don't remember. Oh, wait, I forgot to say. Tweet to the bullets, memes of the artillery. We are in an information war. You guys are the frontline soldiers. Continue to ridicule the corporate press. Continue to make some funnies to keep your friends' heads in the game. And continue to get the calls of action out there, guys. I think memes are going to be more important than ever this next bull run as we get all of the normies involved in Bitcoin. Anyways, as I was saying, I'm sure your guys' phones went off and now we're all zombies or something. I, I don't know what the conspiracy theorists were saying about this uh, presidential alert. But look at McHoddle face here. He goes, hmm, my alert seems based AF. And he goes, national alert. This is a test. Have you bought Bitcoin yet today? This week? What are you waiting for? The national debt is over $33 trillion and growing rapidly. Inflation is not under control. Do you want to wait until your money is worthless or put your savings into the hardest asset mankind has ever seen? Imagine if we got this warning on our phones. Wow. That would be incredible. Probably not going to happen. Okay. Anyways, this next meme is by Greg One And, uh, you know, you know how we say there's some synchronicity in the meme review and the culture and stuff. Because this is almost exactly what Sophie was saying. Look, we got the, this goth e-girl here. And she goes, you're the most repulsive person I've ever met. And it's all you Bitcoiners that haven't shaved, that haven't showered, that haven't got a haircut, and just looking so distraught during this bear market. And then you just respond, I have 300 Bitcoin. And now they are getting married. Uh, I am saying she's a sat digger. But if you have 300 Bitcoin, I'm sure she would uh, not care about your appearance. Wow, look at that. All right. Don't 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 expose it yet. Don't expose it yet. Okay, this next one is by Wojak Bitcoin. And it goes, I haven't met my soulmate yet, but I like to think that's just because they're busy doing something really important. And it's the Bitcoiner over here. Time to buy more Bitcoin. And you have the Bitcoin magazine tweet here. Progress until the next Bitcoin halving. Just hodl. We are almost there at the halving. We are what? Uh five
3: months out. We're less than thirty thousand blocks away from wow. the halving.
2: Look at me! I am I'm such a Gregorian calendar maxi that I'm still using months instead of block
3: height. So how many blocks? Thirty thousand? Less less than thirty thousand left.
2: All right, guys, I, I stand corrected. We are less than thirty thousand blocks away from the having. All right, this next one. I told you guys I am not against nepotism, um, and uh, I do my best to not put our own memes on this. But <laughs> shouts out to Morpheus, a play on the classic. You know, cat getting yelled at, eating dinner, and it goes uh, hashtag Bitcoin, and it's the the lady yelling. I don't remember what is this like the Bachelor or something. I, I, I think so, yeah. I don't know, Sophie, Sophie. Yeah, it's the Bachelor. It's the Bachelor it, no, or the no, not
5: It's Real Housewives of uh, New Jersey, I think. I okay. think this is the Jersey
2: one, I think. Okay, wouldn't know, wouldn't know. But I know the meme template. Anyways, uh, the 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 housewife is yelling, you said no more energy. And then the cat sitting here with the Kaboom racks ASIC and they said, no. I said, no, more energy. We need more energy. Unplug Denmark. I think I have it over here. Unplug all of these countries and put them on the Bitcoin network. We need more energy to secure the best money in the world and this last one is by Pub Lord and uh, I dropped this one in here because I, I think we're all getting the bear market fatigue and I, I find it hilarious that I even told Dell this the other night like I am so tired of orange pilling my friends and family that I, I don't even do it anymore. I'm like, look, I li- my job is literally to talk about Bitcoin if you want to hear me talking about Bitcoin. Go there's on YouTube. Ad,
3: there's an hour a day. There's yeah, an hour yeah. a day of you watching.
2: Exactly. It. Like, come watch me. I won't. Like, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll save you from me ranting every single day and just watch me on YouTube. Anyways, Publord Lord Hoddle over here is using just a classic Leota laugh meme, and he goes, "I'm done fucking orange pilling. Go find Bitcoin the hard way, like I did." <laughs> oh man, such bear market things. Where this is exactly what most of us are probably thinking. Anyways, guys. Drop your meme review score in the chat. We will cover them live as uh we cover ours live. Uh so f- let's let's yeah, you go first because I, I didn't even get a meme review score yet.
3: Yeah, so uh I'm giving these the uh the Bitcoin dollar by Mark Goodwin. You can go to B dot or you can go to the Bitcoin magazine store, you can use code BM Live to get uh 10% off the uh Mark Goodwin's book. Shout out to Mark Goodwin, absolute
2: legend. Uh you know, I know we're technically journalists, but uh I think Mark is doing some hard-hitting journalism over there, and he asks all the hard questions, and he's willing to take the heat for a lot of stuff. And he's willing to interview a presidential candidate. Exactly. What a legend. What a legend. All right, so what is your meme review score?
5: Okay, so I was just gifted these beautiful onesies. Look how cute they are. It says, I am Satoshi, and then the other one says... Hoddle me tight. Oh, that's which, cute. Which everything that you hold precious in your life, you should you should huddle very tightly, and that includes your Bitcoin. So Wait, make sure you have it in self. We need a.
2: It needs an orange one. Is this orange or is like red no, salmon? It's
5: red. I forget that you're color. Yeah, <laughs> he's literally colorblind. He's not dumb. Wait, he's it's not
2: pink. Colorblind. Is it, uh, yeah. This
5: one is red. And this one is pink, and the little monster is purple, and it has little orange sunglasses. I'm obsessed with this one. This okay. one is so cute.
2: All right, guys. we gonna uh, put that right here. I am, I am highly regarded, but I am also very colorblind, guys. Uh, not only blind, but colorblind as well. Anyways, Dell, what is your meme review score for today? This bottle of water. Oh my God, explain this.
4: So how much it costs. I like water. A lot. That's mostly what I drink. And I don't like drinking out of anything besides glass if I have to. So I opened this. You're like, whoa, well, you opened a bottle, bottle, We needed the cap. I'm not about wasting, so I'm drinking this. Yes, we needed the the cap, the little tab, to tighten these things. We needed a screwdriver. Yes. And that was our screwdriver, truly. Sorry. But this I bought from Bristol Farms. It was $25 and it is probably the best water I've ever tasted. But now I get a bottle I can carry around. Look, I'm drinking water. Water champ right here.
2: Guys, and uh, you know, not to put Dell's business out there, but he was telling us he's not going to spend any sats throughout this trip and buy a $25. <laughs> I didn't say not I didn't spend any sats. I said I was going to n- not buy dumb things. This is uh, not debatable. Yeah. Debatable. Yeah. I need water. I need water. Yeah, yeah okay. Have
5: to lug that thing throughout the airport. I'm fine with Oh, my God. Will, will they
2: even let you? I don't know. Uh,
5: it's
3: they will if it's empty. Empty. if it's empty. Oh,
2: if it's empty. Okay, okay, okay. All right, guys. Well, uh, let's see. What my beam review score. I, I, he just reminded me of the bottle cap. Now, I've already done Nico. But, yeah, look, guys, uh, I brought Nico. Nico's still here with us. Um, I was going to do the bottle cap, but that, that doesn't feel like a worthy score. You can see I was, I was tightening this stuff up here. Uh, I'm going to do this wristband that Ulrich gave me. I don't think you can see it, but it says uh, separate money from state. Hashtag Domi. Don't do me. I, I, I don't know what the hashtag is, guys, but uh, actually it's not do me. It's Domi because now I know you guys are going to troll me right now. So the, I didn't say that, guys. Do not clip me. Uh, do not make memes of me right now. Anyways, there is some. Oh, wait. Yeah. Wait. Wait. I need to find I need to find the meme. Actually. I yes. I need to make it. Did you see it? I need to make no, I sure I need to make sure it's PG 13 friendly because you are not trustworthy Copernicus. So uh, Let's get through these tours and if if uh, if I find it in time We'll get you guys this last meme uh, one second guys. Let's let's figure this out real quick. I need to get the music I need to scroll up here Okay all right, guys. First meme review score is by John Pleb, and he goes, "I give these memes my favorite tongue twister. Say five times fast: toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. I can't even do it. Toy boat, toy boat, toy oh, Yeah. All right, all right, all right. You you win. All right. Next meme review score is by Christine Lagarde praying mantis version." Score, Bitcoin is for everyone except wives who have no spending control. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, Rodman Messenger, I give these memes two undone buttons on Opti shirt. It's actually – oh, it is two. I thought it was three. Hey, you're lucky it's not three, guys. Okay. Next meme review score is by UTXO, and it goes, I give the memes my favorite tongue twister. Trista tristet, tristerbra. Uh, that's a different language. I, I, I can't speak. I can barely speak English, guys. Come on, give me, give me a break. All right. Uh, Bitcoin for Canadians. I give these memes more politicians being pro Bitcoin. Yes, this is the way. Uh, let's see. Meme was on Twitter. Oh man, look, they're trolling me. Does Opti wear a do me message on his wrist? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, is it worth it here? Let me Okay, I'll find it. I'll find it. We'll we'll pull it up real quick. Oh my god. Okay. All right one second One second. All right, we got we're gonna get your meme here. It's apparently kind of PG friendly Uh, Okay (laughs) All right Copernicus, we got you bro Here we go honorary meme for today because it's on brand. He goes, Simply Bitcoin, please show to Sophie on Meme Review. Me, Bitcoin is for everyone. Waifu, even me? Me. Sorry, honey. It's written in the white paper that Bitcoin is not for married women. When you tell your wife Bitcoin is for everyone except for wives, and it's crying Barbie. Oh, that's...
5: I have a question. What are you going to do if your wife sucks harder than you?
2: Oof. Actually, that was a good conversation. I, I had a few conversations last night. One, um, she was saying... That uh, It's too hard to orange pill her love interests. So she's like, I'm just gonna stack stats I'll be the rich one, you know, if you don't get Bitcoin, you can only pick or choose so much You could always orange pill someone and then another person was like, you know, I do my best to orange pill people, but my wife Doesn't care about Bitcoin. I'm like it doesn't matter as long as she loves you then uh, You know by vicinity by proximity She's orange-pilled anyways guys This is the end of the show. We will be back tomorrow morning, uh, same time as always, of course. We are live from Pacific Bitcoin Conference, so forgive. uh, you know It's a little crazier than usual, and I I messed up the time, so hopefully I won't mess up tomorrow's time and we get a bunch more people in here. But we will have a good show for you guys. I'll make sure that I get some cool guests on here. We're going to do some interviews that I will probably get Rustin to post on the youtube we'll get some clips out there for you guys but anyways uh chris what are you working on what do you want people
3: to know what do you want to say last words um yeah working on bitcoin amsterdam stuff so that's next week i can't believe it that's gonna be thursday and friday next week so look uh tune into the live stream for that uh make sure to get your copy of the withdrawal issue Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, that that looks sexy. It was good. You know, the First Republic Bank on on the cover, you know, right as they go out of business or, you know, go bankrupt. And then make sure to check out Mark Goodwin's work. Huge shout out to my coworker, Mark. Uh, You know, he does some great work with the the Bitcoin dollar. And um, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's been a pleasure. Well, Chris, as I said in the beginning of the show, it
2: always feels good having a real professional (laughs) next to me. And uh, I was joking with Nico when I said that. And we literally both said the same thing. And I can't say it on, uh, on YouTube, but we're both very highly regarded. And that's exactly what he said. <laughs> anyway, Sophie, um, are they going to be able to catch your live singing? Um,
5: I think they will. And it's going to be streaming. They, I'll, I'll literally stream it from our TikTok so if they don't stream it from Swan, we will be streaming it from TikTok. Um, we could also stream it from YouTube. I'll just like set up from, you know, my phone if you guys want. Um, we'll figure it out. You guys will definitely catch me. If not, you'll catch me posting the video afterwards. So I'm, I look forward to it. Definitely check it out.
2: Let's go. Also, uh, Sophie. We need to bring you back on the show more because you talk way better than both of us. Uh, You have a... Maybe it's not just the feminine voice. You don't say ums, uhs. You don't pause. she's, She's a real professional here. I think we've trained her very well.
5: Uh, I think that this has been just hammering the information for the last seven years and me not being able to speak about it. So all the information <laughs> is just waiting to burst out of me and that's and that's why I can do what I do. But I do pause a lot. I, I talk really slow.
2: <laughs> yeah, Slower is better. Slower is Anyways, better. Anyways, uh, before we go on, they're asking, what is this TikTok you speak of? Mm. Well, guys, oh, we're on TikTok. Guys, we're on TikTok, like... We're trying to get to the Zoomers.
5: We're trying to get to the Zoomers and the women. Like, look, <laughs> regarded people need Bitcoin too. <laughs> like, people who who like don't necessarily care about this. They need to hear about it. We are everywhere. We don't care who you are. Bitcoin is for everyone. So, if it's not for you, it's not your platform. Whatever. We'll we'll catch you on a different. We'll one. still be
2: on YouTube and Twitter and all that stuff. Anyways, and still, Rumble, and don't Rumble. Rumble. Shouts out to the Rumble viewers. Let's see. I. We are live over there. Shouts out to all you guys. I, I don't remember where the screen is. Anyways, Dell, what are you excited for? What are you going to do? What are, uh, do you have some videos dropping or uh, are you taking your uh, media appearance today? You're doing some red carpet appearances today. Well, there's
4: I already have two videos that came out this week. There's more coming next week. I, I've recorded them beforehand so that they're ready to go. And then I'm really looking forward to rolling with Ben Askren. And
2: oh, Biden yeah. And oh, yeah. That's so like right get, now. i a
4: video of that. No, that's at noon. So
2: you're, I, you're, your clock's wrong, buddy. I know. This is still on Central Time. This is still on Central Time. Anyways, guys, actually, before we go, uh, the P-Man van, everyone says the same thing. I finally have a reference for Opti. He looks jacked. Everyone says the same thing. Uh, Not only am I better looking in person, I'm bigger in person, so apparently I look ugly and small on the camera. (laughs) But hey, that's neither here nor there. That sounds like an Opti problem. Anyways, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. And uh, if you are, by chance, in L.A., Uh, We will be making some rounds. I'll see you guys around. Come up to me. Say some love. Show some love. Uh, It really means a lot to us. And we will be back tomorrow with our show. Uh, No spaces for us this week. We're going to be doing other media appearances. But uh, Cafe Bitcoin is live right now, guys. So you guys can stream the whole Pacific Bitcoin conference on Twitter spaces. It is going on YouTube as well. Anyways, we'll be back tomorrow. Peace out, guys. We love (laughs) you.